Fishing like a local isn't just about catching fish. It's about connecting with the environment and the people who call it home. It's about hearing the stories and traditions that have been passed down for generations and sharing unforgettable moments with the people you meet along the way. Fishing like a local is having an experience that stays with you forever. And with Fishing Booker, you can experience it too, no matter where you are. Discover your next adventure on Fishing Booker. This upcoming concert season will be all about the boots, and Tecovis is your stop for the best in Western style. Tecovis has seasonal and limited edition offerings this spring and summer, including men's and women's boots, apparel, hats, bags, and more. All Tecovis boots are made by hand in a time-honored tradition with timeless styles that are always on trend. And Tecovis has first wear comfort with little to no break-in period. It's hard to find this level of comfort paired with this level of style. Stop by your local Tacova store, have a complimentary drink or two, that's WCB style, and shop new styles. The smell of fresh leather and friendly staff are at your service. Many stores even have leather custom branding to make your boots truly personalized. And with regular live music and events, there's no in-store experience like it. If you can't make it into a store, just visit tecovas.com. That's T-E-C-O-V-A-S.com. They offer free shipping on all boots, as well as free returns and exchanges, and ship right to your door. Go to tecovis.com and find your new favorite pair of boots today. We're Facebook Live. Facebook Live. What's up, everybody? Welcome back to episode four of the Decent Foul Products Podcast. Don't worry. I'm Tyler. It's Tyler. Still Hopefully Tyler. I still got some, some wisdom left. My, <laughs> my beard's gone. Yeah, still the same guy, though. Still the same guy. Still beautiful. Uh, today's episode, uh, it's the, if you guys have ever seen the interview when he's doing the, the same, 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 but different, but, but still same. same, but still same. That's what this is, That's essentially, in relation to sometimes you get a call that a guy's like, you know, me and my, my buddy got the same truck. Why is his faster? He's always faster. We're doing the exact yeah. same things. Is that, it's not always the exact same. Things tend to be different. We're going to kind of go over some of those, highlight some, yeah. maybe figure out how to get the edge over your buddy if, he's, <laughs> if he does have the same truck and he's still beating you. Yeah. But uh, anyhow, uh, thanks for tuning in, guys. This is episode four. Um, we are going to start putting these on actual iTunes here pretty soon. So make sure and check us out. Subscribe. There's a, subscribe, be a like, subscribe button, like, whatever, comment. Uh, maybe once we figure out how to do this better, we'll actually be able to fly in like samples of videos yeah. where we could have seen... Like, same, same, but yeah. yeah, yeah. But so you guys know. Sometime in the future, we're still <laughs> getting started. <laughs> anyhow, so... Same, same, but different. The one that comes to my mind is there's always, you know, you got some, you know, good old farm boys and, or you just got some, you know, my buddy. It could be as simple as my buddy has a diesel truck. I have a diesel truck. And I want to beat him. And I want to beat him. How come he always beats me? We're the same. And you'd think that all of us would be like, okay, they have the exact same truck. But sometimes that may not be the case. Yeah, there's a lot of factors that come into play with making power. Um, It's true. Not all diesel trucks yeah, are the same. Right. And fact. Yeah. So so we're gonna kinda go over some of the things that would make trucks different that maybe, you know, the guy just getting into it doesn't know about. Um, so, you know, first thing that comes to mind on uh, as far as these trucks over. making power is like gearing. I mean that's huge. Because yeah. you can I mean, half the time guys don't even know what gears are in their truck. Um, which can play a huge factor on, on, on how that truck feels. 
Um, so, so gears are huge. I mean, we're going to go over. Is that one you want to start with? Yeah, that's one okay. of them. Sorry, <laughs> I got I got a little list. Yeah, I, I yeah. Did, did some homework, <laughs> tried to put some pre-thought into this. So, I think the the biggest one we're going to find. I mean, let, let's actually let's break it down to basics. He's got the same truck as me. Like, okay, Ooh. is it actually the same year, or do yeah. you both just have Ram Cummins trucks? Right. That right. could be a huge difference. I, I think I even spoke to a guy that said, well, mine's an 02, his is an 03. Yeah. Not that big of a difference. Huge difference. Huge difference. <laughs> huge difference. <laughs> We're talking yeah. like into the future. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Not even, not even get into totally that ballpark. Totally yeah. Well, but, another episode. So let, let's get that out of the ballpark. We've got to talk about the same year, the same truck. Same truck. And that can even go for the same thing, too, not to pick on the Ram guys, but like, I got an 07, he's got an 07, same mm-hmm. thing. Is there's a 5.9, is there's a 6.7. Six, seven. That's a huge difference huge too. Huge difference as well. But on the, on the let's make, make it simple here. We'll say, you know, same exact truck. And, and let's face it, most of the time, anybody that's doing, um, that's playing with these diesel trucks, I mean, you've got buddies. You've got buddies that are, that are into it too. You're not the only one. Yeah. And so, so let's just say, well, let's just pick a truck. I don't know, what do you want to pick? 04 and a half Cummins? I was going to say the same? most proper one is probably the later model. Uh, 04.5 to 07. And, and even getting into that then, you might say, well, he has an 04.5 to 07. I have an 04.5 to 07. Yeah. Okay, well, do you have an 05 or does he have an 06? Because he might have EFI live tuning. Big difference. There's Big a difference. huge difference there. So yeah. you can definitely split hairs when it comes to this. Yeah. Um, so we're going to go ahead and let's let's swap it out and just say yes we are saying everything is same 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 like we are it, this is we are both have o fours not o four and a half not o threes we both have o fours and the same you know, as far as like the year of the truck same same okay next thing i think the biggest thing that a lot of people don't think about two-wheel driver four-wheel drive yeah i mean it seems obvious but sometimes well you know oh he's got his you know it's the one he pulls his camper with in the yeah. summer it's a two-wheel drive truck and, and you've got a four-wheel drive truck like yeah. you've got a lot of rolling inertia to overcome exactly that's a lot of that's a lot of of weight you're trying to turn along with trying to make some power and trying to go fast so that's a huge difference yeah and and uh um, that can play a huge role as far as uh, as far as overall power and how that truck drives um i mean that obviously is kind of the simplest of the two i mean if I'm, I'm sorry, but if you can't figure that out, yeah. <laughs> most of the time a two-wheel drive truck's going to be a little quicker just because she's a little lighter, and right. weight is, 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 is a huge factor as well. Uh, but another thing, notice the second thing on your, on your yeah. list there, lift. Lift, lift is huge. Um, you know, guys running you know, an eight-inch lift versus a guy with a leveling kit, well, the guy with a leveling kit's probably going to be a little bit peppier. Yeah, I mean, that's like the difference between trying to you got <laughs> shove a slightly angles, smaller yeah. brick through the air compared to like, to like a cinder a big, block. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, exactly. I mean, you've not only you've got the resistance from the air of your giant truck you're trying to push through, push down the road, but um, you've also got like different angles of like drive lines and things to worry about, uh, and that sort of thing that can all play a role. Um, so th- that's another uh, another big one. Um, and usually, with, along with lifts, come wheels and tires. And that wheels is another thing on here, yeah. wheels and tires. You can get someone, let's say, let's say you both have 35. We both have 35, so you like both that. have the same gears. But he's we, got a 17, and he's got a 22. Yeah, a, 20, a 22, <laughs> American force, wide. Yeah, yeah. running forces these, that are yeah. like 400 pounds a piece. <laughs> yeah, they look great, so, not so great for performance. Yeah. So that, those are all kind of, I would say, maybe on-the-nose type things. Exactly. Actually, I, you know, I'm going to throw one more on there. You know, the, no, we're not even going to call it on the nose or not. We're yeah. just gonna, they're, all, they're all factors, <laughs> and they should all be thought about. Yeah. Um, so we talked about gear ratio, wheels and tires. Um, we're going to skip this one and come back to it later. Yep. Um, we can actually dive into this one a little bit. Automatic or manual? Yeah. That's one that could actually, let's, let's say we have our 04 cons. Yeah. Well, yeah, just uh, in a huge difference between automatic and manual. Just this last weekend, I was at uh, 
I was up in Chilliwack, BC for BD Diesel's a. Uh, dirt, yeah, a, for their dirt <laughs> drags. And um, it, it is a huge difference between a guy dirt dragging with an automatic and a manual, which most of you know. I mean, these, these manual trucks, they're not like a car where you're just like quick shifting, you know, one, two, three, you know, you're not, it's not happening on your T. So you've got to throw about the size of freaking Texas no, on these transmissions, it. which makes it almost impossible to do any sort of quick shifting. And all those transmissions, they're built to be worked hard. They're yeah. not a quick shifting transmission. <laughs> right. Go try and bang years in an NV5600. Yeah. yeah. Have fun. Good luck. Yeah. It shifts when it wants yeah. shifts. I've had a 4500. You can shift them quick. I'm sure there's people out there like, oh, BS, man. I can, I can shift that. Like, you know, I'm sure you can. But you know what? I've also absolutely grenaded manual <laughs> transmissions as well. Um, so... Yeah, it, it, that plays a huge factor as far as getting up and going. Obviously, if you want to go the fastest, an automatic you can't beat. You're, right. you're not gonna you're not gonna shift faster than what an automatic can do. It's true. Um, and you're not gonna as far as even launching. I mean, you could do a boosted launch with a with a with an automatic. You can with a manual. I get it. You can, but not as good as an automatic. And that's why you see anybody that drag races, they ain't got a manual. Yeah, they, they may automatic. have an automatic with a manual valve body. Right, but. Still an automatic. Yeah. <laughs> still an automatic. Someone's still doing the shifting yeah. for you. You're not losing that. You're not losing boost between shifts. But, right. Um, so, continuing on the automatic or manual. Let's say you both have manuals. Okay. There's a good chance, especially if you're in a Ram truck, that you could potentially have an NV45. He may have an NV5600. Yep. Or he may have an NV5600 and a G56. So there were some half years in there. Yep. And that's what uh, caught talking about between the 45 and the 5500. You know, I, we've talked about this with other customers too. Their the final drive ratio is around the same. Yeah. It's actually it's pretty, it's like to the hundredth decimal different. Yeah. So negligible. Right. But the difference is between I believe that three to four or two to three shift. Yeah. 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 Huge difference, especially between the NV56 and a G56. Uh, huge difference between there. So, so you might be banging gears thinking you're winning, and all of a sudden your your buddy in a 5600 just gassing because <laughs> you're your like, truck's what? bogging down trying yeah, to overcome. Yeah, you're trying to yeah. shift. Yeah. <laughs> and you're like, so, dude, what the heck, man? Yeah. <laughs> so, okay, so we have the manual gearboxes out of the way. Obviously, automatic transmissions. Mm -hmm. Get your transmissions built if you're trying to build power. I think we'll just yeah. do it. Yeah. <laughs> uh, next thing, this is a big thing too that maybe gets overlooked: bed and cab configuration. Yeah. My buddy's got a single cab long bed. That's a freaking race truck. Yeah, that's, that's a race truck right there. <laughs> single cab long bed compared to a four-door long bed. Yeah. Again, like, weight. Weight is a huge... What is it? Uh, I can't even remember what the... It's like for every 100 pounds you take off of your rig, it's like what, like a tenth of a second. Tyler Kip, if you're watching, I know you know I, please, that answer. Yeah, please chime in. And if, if someone else chimes in before Tyler Kip... I know Kip. it's something actually yeah. pretty, pretty substantial when we're, yeah. talking, when we're talking like, you know... Uh, quarter mile times or eighth mile times or whatever. Weight is huge. Yeah. That's why, again, that's why you see anybody who's competitive in racing, go Got look it. inside their rig. <laughs> they don't got a dash. There's no passenger seat. There's no center console. There's, it, no there's a driver's seat. There's a steering wheel. And there's probably a set of gauges. And it's probably on a freaking tablet, not a, not a whole, yeah. whole set of gauges. So every pound, every ounce matters. Um, and so that, that can, again, play a huge role in how quick your truck is. Mm -hmm. You guys could have the same exact horsepower. If that truck's lighter than the other one, the lighter truck's going to win. I mean, it always is. So, and that comes out to wheels, too. Yep. Kind of touched on that earlier. Um, a dually or single rear wheel. That was the next one. <laughs> dually or single rear wheel. Yeah. You would be amazed that, and, and the only reason we put that on there is because we've had that question. Yeah. My buddy's got a dually. Or like, you might think guys in duallys are the ones getting smoked. Okay, don't no. get me wrong here. You'd be amazed because <laughs> no. a lot of duallys come with higher gear ratios. 
And if they're racing a guy that has 37s and yeah. stock gears, they're getting roasted by dualies on 33s, yeah. Yeah. and they, their minds are getting blown. Yeah, I know this is, I mean, not the same truck, but again, I'll go back to the dirt drags I just came back from. Uh, I, I raced our 17 Power Stroke, which had emissions intact, it, had a, it has a set of injectors and easy link tuning. That thing's got 40 by 1550 wide tires, Nitto Trail Grapplers on it. Not and I got ARB locker in the front, ARB locker in the rear. I mean, this thing's ready. This thing's like perfectly set up for dirt drags, right? It should be, yeah. I raced um, this, guy, this guy from Deputy Diesel up in Canada, and he had, I, I, I want to say it was a 6.4. I, I can't remember. I was running back and forth to the booth, so it was kind of crazy. Uh, but he had, it had to have like an 8-inch lift on this truck, and he's running, it's a dually running like literally semi-tires, and he absolutely gapped me. <laughs> and I, I, was, I was almost embarrassed. I was like, oh, I, just, I just stopped after I turned around, and I had to go talk to him and tell him, like, man, you're freaking truck moves out man so yeah. dualies can move don't <laughs> dude you can make a dually you know get down shit and get <laughs> so, yeah. so especially um, yes yes so absolutely. yeah uh, oh we'll answer that later okay okay <laughs> so uh dually single rear wheel um that also relates back to Wait. gear ratios factory at least mm -hmm. um next thing you know kind of how are you launching and that might come back down to the automatic or manual, and that yep. might come down to which manual you have. Yep. Um, also, you know, between which automatic you have. Yeah. There, uh, I mean, kind of going back to, going back to what we talked about at the very beginning there. Mm -hmm. If you both have 07s, you have a 5.9, you got a four-speed four automatic. Yeah. You go to your 6.7 buddy, he's got a six-speed automatic. Yeah. That's, you know, off of the launch, that six-speed is going to take all the time. you got lower mm -hmm. gear ratio. Yeah. Gonna, he's going to make it. If the 68 RP doesn't blow up. Right. <laughs> that never happens. It never, ever happens. <laughs> but um, the one that I wanted to really talk about. Yes. Mileage. 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 Yes. Miles there's a on lot track. of, there's a lot. And this is one that we get calls on all the time. And it's not necessarily the same sort of scenario where my buddy's got the same truck as me and he makes more power than me. Um, but we get guys that are, obviously everybody's looking for fuel mileage. Everybody's looking for fuel mileage on these trucks, and I'm sure we'll have a complete episode on mileage. But miles on a truck play a huge role. Wear and tear on parts, yeah. especially with common rail fuel systems. I mean, if you have injectors that aren't, like, okay, let's back up. If your buddy's got 50,000 miles on his truck, and you've got 150,000 miles on your truck, okay, you, you obviously got a lot more time and, on those injectors. If and your truck may still be running great and get the job done, yeah, but plenty of you power, do have wear and tear on it. You have wear and tear. And it, it, it comes down to the little things, especially with common rail fuel injection. It is, it is so important to have proper atomization of that fuel and an injector with a ton of miles on it, maybe hasn't been replaced. And again, you may notice zero drivability issues, zero. The truck may start every time for you, get decent fuel mileage, and have probably great keep power, running for another 50, and keep running just fine. K. But you're gonna be, you're gonna be lacking a, a, you know, some atomization there with the injectors versus the guy that's got 50,000 miles. And that goes for every single part on that truck. Um, so the, the wear and tear, that, that is a, uh, a, a huge factor when uh, comparing two trucks. Mm -hmm. um, I mean, we get the call all the time of like, hey man, why is my, my truck, no check engine light, trucks run, the truck runs great, starts low every time power. for me, but it's kind of low on power. And, and, and you know, what tuner should I go with? It's like, well, hold on, let's back up a moment here. Why is it low on power to begin with? Because if you're trying to just compensate for that lack of power with a tuner or with you know some other part, 
You could be you're, doing damage. You're, you could be doing damage, and you're not going to get the full benefit of that part you just spent all that money on. Yeah. Um, and, and that's a huge thing. And, that, and that's what we try to do, too. When we talk to people is, hey, let's, let's make sure everything is running perfectly for you first before we start trying to add all this power. Um, uh, like behind that, uh, I feel like my boost numbers are low. I want to put a turbo, or I want to do a tuner on it. Yeah. Like, okay, well, have you found out why your boost numbers are low? Yeah. I mean, is, do we have Anybody a fueling issue? Like, do we have an issue with the turbo? That? Do you have a leak? Yeah. yeah <laughs> like, uh, so you always got to, you know, whenever you're modifying truck, modifying a truck, or trying to build power with it, always start with a, you know, known good platform. So you've got a fuel system that's working properly. You got an air system as far as your turbo, intercooler, and piping. You got no leaks. Everything's working properly. And that is going to give you the best overall odds of, of, of beating your buddy, especially if he's got more miles than you. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so we're going to, I got one more, and then we're going to talk about the meat and potatoes that everybody probably wants to talk about. Yeah. Um, but we're going to talk about the miscellaneous weight. So yes. we talked about lifting your truck, wheels and tires, bed and cab configuration. Let's say you both have extended cab long bed trucks. You both are welders. You're out, or you know, pipe welders. You're out in the oil fields. You both got 04 and a half. You both have a Smarty. Mm-hmm. You're both, you know, it, it's same, 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 same. But different. But same. But <laughs> you have two welders in the back of your truck for yeah. some god awful reason. <laughs> That's a terrible example. Yeah. But like, you have two welders and your buddy has one. Like, yeah. That's a lot of weight. Okay, that's a ton of weight. That is a ton of weight. Weight plays a huge factor. It, do you have a shell on your truck? Yeah. Do you, yeah. Do you have a toolbox loaded down with your entire toolbox in the truck? Do you have kids and a <laughs> bunch of freaking toys in the yeah, back seat yeah, and yeah. like seventy-five different car seats? Seriously. I mean, there's, there's, again, weight is like the, the, the one thing nobody, nobody thinks about, but can really quicken your truck up with huge factors. <laughs> so. and, and I'll take a little devi- deviation here, but like. Regular maintenance. You're talking about that with fuel system mm-hmm. like that. You know, are your brakes dragging? Yeah. Are your tires balanced? Yeah. Uh, that, all of that. When's the last time? When's you your alignment? Are you, yeah. are you trying to like you have like your toe completely off and you're just like pushing through your <laughs> pushing through your tires? When, when's mean, the last time you did a full fluid change on the truck? Yeah. You've got 150,000 miles on it and your rear diff probably has a stock fluid. Yeah. It may seem like nothing, but again, when we're talking about all these things, all those things added up. I mean, that's a lot of mm-hmm. that's a, that, I mean, that's a lot of lost power. It is. Uh, well, not necessarily power, I mean, but lost, you know, quickness, I guess, if you will, especially with the weight thing. Um, to go back to what you were saying, I, I think in all my time here, I've had, like, three people that were like, I don't give a crap about economy. <laughs> I want all the power. <laughs> and those we are the love guys. those guys. Yeah. <laughs> I love you. <laughs> okay, next we're going to talk about performance. Performance, performance mods. Yes. So, you know, and, and coming back down to the basics, I don't know what the difference is. We both got diesel trucks. We both got turbos. Yeah. What's the same what? truck? Yeah. What's going on? Might not be the same truck. Not, not he might have, and even you know, when I look at his truck and his engine looks the exact same as mine, he might have a fleece Cheetah where you have a stock turbo. Mm-hmm. He may have a BD Screamer where you have a stock turbo. Yep. He may have, uh, I wouldn't say bigger exhaust. I think that's probably going to be the most unassuming thing. Maybe he, you can't see injectors from the outside of a truck. Yeah. You can't, you know, necessarily tell maybe a CP3 has been changed unless you have a really good eye. Yeah. Uh, there's a, you know, you could probably, I think everybody can tell people if you have a lift pump on the truck, especially those guys that let them hang real, <laughs> real well. Like show them off. Yeah. I don't know about you guys. Uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But, you know, but that, that can make a huge difference. You know, I've got tuning, but it seems like his tuner is better. Yeah. Which there's a lot of differences in, in, in tuners and it, 
and I'm not bashing any, anybody, but there's what I would consider like an off-the-shelf tuner and more of like a custom tuner. And mm -hmm. we're going to pick on Cummins just because they're the easiest. Um, like, okay, you've got, um, you know, Smarty. Smarty mm -hmm. Programming. They only do Cummins. I can almost guarantee you're going to get a little bit more power out of a Smarty Tuner than, let's say, like a, you know, an Evolution off the shelf. Not mm -hmm. bashing an Evolution. Evolutions are great. Edge Evolutions are great tuners. They have awesome features. Amazing screen. Their, their, their screens are amazing. But for the guy that's trying to make power but doesn't want to maybe, or doesn't have the opportunity to do an EFI Live or something like that, yeah. I mean, a Smarty is a great option. Smarty's been around forever. I mean, I, I've been selling Smarty since I started working here. Um, and uh, they've been excellent tuners. I mean, you really can't beat them for an off-the-shelf tuner. Um, but, um, I mean, that's a huge factor. I mean, a huge role because you got like, and I'm going to pick on the evolution, just not, again, it's a fantastic tuner for, for, you know, for the guy that's just looking to tune his truck. It's not trying to race it. He uses his truck as a truck. Evolution's a fantastic tuner. But you could take that evolution off your Cummins. You could pull that thing off. You could put it on a power stroke. You could pull off the power stroke and put it on GM. I mean, you're, with Smarty, and again, we're picking on Cummins, they're, they're a, a manufacturer-specific tuner. So you, you're getting... You, you know, these guys are spending all their time trying to tune these trucks. Mm -hmm. um, so you're going to get a little bit more out of that kind of tuner versus like an edge evolution. Right. Um, and even beyond there, let's say you do have a truck that can get EFI Live or a custom tuning platform. Yeah. That's, you know, I wouldn't say there's going to be a huge difference if you have, you know, the same. The stock basics, truck to stock know, truck. Yeah, stock yeah. to stock truck. But once you start getting into a little bit more power modifications, let's say you do um, have different injectors, you do have a different turbo. Yeah. That custom tuning is going to make a whole world of difference. Yeah, they're going to be able to take those mods into consideration when they're tuning and be able to get the most out of that, out of whatever part you're getting. Um, because, I mean, we, we hear this all the time. You'd be surprised at how many people call in that have got, like, injectors. They've got turbo. And then they're calling, and they got no tuning on the truck. Yeah. And it's like, yeah, it's what, a, what are you doing? It's a lot of power <laughs> left on the table. Yeah, what are you doing? I mean, lot, you're, you're lot leaving of, a lot there. A lot there. of economy left on the table. A lot of economy on yeah, yeah, absolutely. A lot of drivability. Um, so we're... We're going to transition now. So that's pretty much going to be our topic right there. We're going to transition to another segment I'm going to call the five-minute free talk. And after five-minute free talk, we're going to take Q&A. So if you have some questions, I'm watching. This is reception right here. Yeah. You're watching me watch you watch us. <laughs> uh, but if you have questions, put them on there. We'll try and answer them. But we're going to have five-minute free talk. I know what I'm going to five-minute free talk about. I don't know if you do yet. I, I think I, I think I figured it out. Okay, do you want to so, go first or second? Yeah, I'll go second. Okay, so I'm going to five, <laughs> I'm five minute free talk, and it was a call and an email that I got today, and it's about core charges. Core charges. This sounds. If you know what a core charge is, it's one. You're probably thinking like, oh my well, these god, these guys are idiots. These yeah. guys are idiots. But is, the 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 range of people that we deal with are folks that again are like, Let, let's get, get let's build a truck to you know however big horsepower we want to go to the back to the point where it's like, I just bought my first diesel truck, I don't know what to do with it. Yeah. Um, but a core charge seemed, I, I, I think, I knew what a core charge was when I was like 16. Yeah. Like, uh, yeah. if, you've, if you've ever replaced a battery yeah. on a <laughs> vehicle, <laughs> you, any, like, well, any like engine parts usually, it, yeah. I mean, you know, anything like that, You wouldn't know what a core charge you is. You have a core charge on um, But a, in case you're watching and you don't know what a core charge is, we're going to throw a little knowledge on you. Yeah. So a core charge is essentially they want the part, the old part back, not because it's still good and they're just going to turn <laughs> on and sell on the shelf. It's yeah, because, trying to make money off you. <laughs> right, like it, it can be anything from as small as like a battery uh, or even like an FCA mm -hmm. all the way to a, a transmission or yeah. an engine. Like let's say you need to get a, an, a transmission. 
the case may not be bad, and those cases cost a lot of money to yeah. make. And the case is not where you're making your performance on the transmission necessarily. Yeah. So they can still reuse the case. They may machine the inside of it and test it to make sure everything's fine. But it's the internals of that case that make the difference of that transmission. Absolutely. So they want the old one back. Same thing with and, steering boxes. Yeah. And uh, you guys may think, like looking on the website, looking at like transmissions and that kind of thing, you, you may think they, they, they look expensive. Like, oh my gosh, that transmission is $7,000. Mm -hmm. Well, those are all rebuilt transmissions. I mean, essentially. Yeah. Um, Imagine what a new one would cost. <laughs> so, yeah, a new stock one. Brand new. But there's a lot of companies like Redhead as far as the steering boxes, which Redhead is a fantastic company out of Auburn, Washington. They make awesome gearboxes. They literally rely on course. That is how yeah. they are in business, is they're taking your old steering box, and they're going to build that for someone else. And that's how they keep on building these boxes, is because of the cores. Because, again, if they were to have to buy a new steering box and modify that and send that to you, that box would probably be double the price. Minimum. At, a minimum, at minimum. least. Transmissions, I, I, I've never even looked for a new transmission just because I already know how much that's going to be. I know how much, I know <laughs> so. how much a, a built-for-bear <laughs> remanufactured transmission costs. I don't yeah. know what a new stock would even wants to cost. I, like, I, I, I don't care. I don't even care to know, really. Who <laughs> put stock parts on trucks? Yeah. <laughs> 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 and that's and that's but, why my life is in shambles. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yes. But cores, yeah. I mean yeah. there's it's it's something that there's like I said, a lot of companies rely on them for them to continue to make parts, continue to you know, supply these parts at a competitive price. Um, and that way, you know, you're not you're not uh, you know, punching a hole in your wallet every time you have to replace yeah. an engine part. And you don't have to send your core back. Yeah, you paid for it. It's yours. You can keep it. Keep I mean, it. we have plenty of people that, um, God, what's a, what's a good one? On um, A good one, a, a lot of the time that you can, for one, rebuild really, really cheap is like the uh, 7.3 Power Stroke Turbos. Oh, yeah. Like, the, the rebuild kit's like $89. <laughs> I mean, if you can watch a YouTube video and, you know, and, and have a relative. And you have like, a 22-piece Craftsman racket yeah. set. <laughs> and and can, you know, I've, I've rebuilt them myself. They're, yeah. they're not that bad. Um, obviously, there's some other things you'd want to look for when re rebuilding it. That's why I was just kind of getting, you know, you kind of kind of have a, to have a little bit of an eye on, 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 you know, obviously if a wheel is smacked to housing, you can't reuse that. Right. <laughs> but, but I mean, we got guys all the time that will buy a replacement turbo for those trucks, pay for the core up front, and I'll tell them right on the phone, they're like, hey, listen, you could probably rebuild that turbo for this much, and then you could sell it like on Craigslist or sell it online for double the core charge price and pay for some of your new parts. So, or spare. Or spare. You've got a perfectly good working spare. For like 200 bucks. Yeah. <laughs> so. I like spares. I'll yeah. be honest. I, I, I'm terrible about returning cores. I am yeah. a hoarder with old parts. Because yeah. if it, unless it was completely shot when I took it off, yeah. I'll keep it. Yeah. Because I'm that kind of guy and I, my wife hates it. But <laughs> I'll keep the part and I'll label it. Because if that new performance part takes a crap on me for some reason. And it. it's still under warranty. I might have to send it in for inspection. But I've still got that old part I can slap on there yeah. to get me from A to B during that time. Yep. Yeah. So that's my five-minute rant. That's probably more than five minutes, Tyler. So my, this, is a, this one stems from, from a call as well. And it's it just about overall, just, just basic diagnostics. Uh, basic diagnostics on the truck is... Uh, <laughs> These guys, these these guys running the thing are distracting me. Sorry about that. <laughs> <laughs> they're making they're making hand signals at yeah. me. I don't know what. <laughs> Anyways, basic diagnostics. Okay. Now, <clears throat> I'm not saying that you have to do this yourself. Uh, if there's an issue with your truck, and I tell people this all the time, an hour's worth of diagnostics, most of the time is completely That's worth huge. your time. 
I mean, most diesel shops charge about 100 bucks an hour. And most issues are commonly figured out within an hour. At least you can know exactly what's, what's, what's going on with your truck. Because I, I absolutely can't stand throwing parts at a truck. I like to know what failed, what I need to do to fix it, and I know that the part that I'm buying is going to fix it. Yeah. So you could play that part, you know, th you could play the game of throwing parts at the truck for weeks and not figure out the issue, and then you could take it to a shop and they'll have it figured out in an hour, and you'll be like, oh my God, I just spent like four grand yeah. on trying to fix my truck myself when it would have been like And for all you know, you installed <laughs> the parts that you tried to fix a truck incorrectly and created more problems. Yeah. Yeah, so I mean, diagnosing is huge. Under, understand what's going on, isolate the issue, and, and, and then address it. Uh, just because it, it's it, 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 it's kind of sad to see a guy that's like struggling trying to fix his truck, and you, you get the call like, "Hey, I'm going to buy this part. I'm going to put it on there," and then he calls you back after it's delivered and goes, "Man, it, did, it didn't fix it. You know what else could be going on?" Well, that all that time you spent trying to just guess or read the forms and just, oh, this guy had this issue. That must be what I have going on. Sometimes that works, but, I mean, I don't know. Well, there's always <laughs> the, the basics with, like, have a scan tool, first off. If you have an yeah. edge insight, you're pretty much good to go. If you have any sort of tuner, you're probably good to go. Yeah, I mean, you could do a lot of basics with that. Yeah, you can, it can at least point you in the right direction. Exactly. And that, oh, that, you know what, that leads me on another one here. I Diagnostic think, I think I trouble exactly codes. What you're gonna say. Okay, <laughs> just because you get a code for like low fuel rail low pressure. fuel rail pressure, it doesn't just mean your rail pressure your rail pressure sensor is bad. Yeah. There's so many things that it could be like, um, oh man, code doesn't a uh, code never means ex like that part. It's always usually something else that's causing that code to go. A, a code is just a a it's basically like a hint, like hey, there's an issue happening around this area. And then you can kind of, then you start dissecting that and trying to figure out what's actually causing that. So just because you get a code for a certain part, it says map sensor or something or whatever, doesn't necessarily mean it's just that. Um, look upstream. Look up, exactly. What could start, be causing that code besides the sensor being bad? Yep. And that is why mechanics are around. Yeah. And that's why People, they <laughs> probably have invested a lot of time and money and probably guessing the yeah. wrong things. Yeah to figure out how to fix those parts the first time, the right time. Yeah. So I'm not saying every single shop out there knows exactly what they're doing. There are some cruddy shops there out there. There are some just crappy like there's some, shops there's out some, there. Just like there's some cruddy doctors out there. I mean, yeah. <laughs> so, you know, it's, yeah, I can understand if you go to a shop, you feel like you're getting ripped off because he charges you 120 bucks and it ends up being a $35 part or whatever. But at least with that, you're, you, again, the, the guy that's looking at it knows what he's looking at and he knows how to diagnose that. Just you know, just like you go to the doctor for a cold, he's not going to just read your. Or you're not going to. You're not going to be able just to call him and go, ah, I got a cold, and he's not going to just send you medicine. I mean, yeah. it's <laughs> you got to you got to find the problem. So that was my there. minute. That's our five minute free talk. We're gonna <laughs> we're gonna go into a little bit of quick Q and A here. I'm not gonna lie, I'm a little biased right now. Kevin Calloway, your question just came in and it's got me going <laughs> because a uh, it's a seven three question and, uh -oh. and b it's a compound seven three question. Ooh. Very rare. You don't find a whole lot of compound 7.3s because yeah. 7.3s are about as big as a house, so you can't really fit a turbo <laughs> really anywhere else inside the engine bay. Uh, second, trying to figure out the piping for that. I've, yeah. seen, I've seen one compound kit, and it has the most awkward like pancake pipe like across the center <laughs> of the engine down, yeah. and they had to move the battery out of the way. Um, and it just it looks it does not look natural. Yeah. Like you, you cool though if you have one. Cool, like a, cool as hell. Like, picks, man. I want to see it. Compound kit on a on a uh, on a Duramax. 
Yeah. Actually looks kind of a little good. Compound yeah. kicks on a, on, a, on a Cummins, it should be there from the get go. Yeah, seriously. Like, it's Come just on, Cummins. Right yeah. there. Good to go. <laughs> on a 7.3. Seven, seven, three. Ah, it's kind of weird. Actually, at least on a 6.7, it looks better. But if, if those of you that don't know, 7.3, the, the turbo is actually backwards. Yeah. <laughs> it spins the other way. All 7.3s just decided to do their own thing, and the turbo <laughs> spins the opposite way as everybody else's turbo. Uh, so that's why it, it makes it kind of hard to do anything else and have yeah. really, you can't just, you know, unless you get a T4 kit, you can't just drop like an S300, S400 right. in there or something like that. Um, but he's wanting to run essentially a 38R with a 372 over that. Okay. So I think you're, you're going to have enough air. Here's where I see your issue. Oh, he's also running large injectors, you know, 250cc, 100% over, or 100% nozzles. So a relatively large injector. Um, the issue I'm going to see here, and... This is this is what keeps me up at night because I've always wanted to build a 7.3 for power. Is your heads are going to hold you back? Yeah. The heads. Yep. That's your biggest choke point for air. You can you can have all the turbos in the world, but if you're going through this little tiny hole yeah. and, the, and the heads aren't doing you any justice, you're you're kind of just pissing in the wind. Yeah. It, uh, I'm not saying you can't do a lot of power and you know, make a lot of power with a stock head on there. You can. There are guys that have stock heads and 467s on there mm -hmm. with huge injectors that. Or making power. Making power and daily drive it. Yeah. But for me, if I was going to spend the time and the money and try and compound a 38R on a 7.3, I would, and this is going to break your heart because it broke mine. They, <laughs> they saw me yeah, in the sales yeah. room once I looked yeah. up the price of this. And this, this is like severe case of sticker shock. Mm -hmm. uh, swamps, stage like one injector, I'm sorry, stage one heads just to get a better flowing yeah. head. It's, they're like $5,500 for a pair. Ouch. I could buy a hold of the project truck. Yeah. I could, for 5,500, I could probably, if I had a 12 valve already, swap a 12 valve in there. Yeah. I'm not saying that I would do that because I'm kind of a 7.3 purist. Mm -hmm. the, two of us are out there, me and Kevin pretty much. <laughs> um, oh, wait, Kevin responds, FYI, the head's reported and, the, and, the, okay. and it has a gear head. I was going to say, airflow is going to only be as good as your greatest restriction. All right. So, yeah, well, he's, he's addressing that. That being said, um, send me pics, bro. Yeah, let's see it. I, um, I like to. I'd, I'd love to see it sometimes. I'd love to see some video. I'd love to hear it. Um, I assume you probably got some pretty aggressive tuning Look on there. Building, you know, he's building a compound kit. Building so maybe, a compound kit. Um, where are you the, at with it? Let's see it. I want to yeah, see it. I want to see where you're at with it. The, the one that I did see, it was randomly on an excursion that I saw on eBay. And it was a total random find, and I think I saw it saved in my browser if I could find it. Uh, but like I sat there. I know. I sat, <laughs> don't even talk about excursions. <laughs> Uh, but I, I saw it, and I think I saved it because I spent 20 minutes just looking at the engine bay, like just drooling over. Really, it. guy? Like, <laughs> that's how it. you're doing it, huh? It. <laughs> and then he had dyno sheets, and it was a 7.3, a dyno sheet, and he didn't have that big of injectors. And I think it was like a, a 700 horsepower dyno or, for sheet for a 7.3. Yes. 700 horsepower 7.3. Will do. You got it. Hey, BenDieselPowerProducts.com. Send it there. Ben at DieselPowerProducts.com. Right on, Kevin. I love getting questions like that. Yeah, it was a great question. It breaks up the uh, the, the day. I mean, the, the, we all have to grind at our jobs, but that, Kelly, that's the kind of stuff that makes me happy. We yeah. know Kelly Dunham. Pretty yeah. sure the diesel power product sticker I put on my truck gave me at least five. At least. Science. At least. If you stack two more on top of that, yeah. they actually like compound on top of each other. Yeah. So I, I'll set, I mean, if we, if, we, if we were to send you 45 stickers, you hey, probably... Hey, he's local. We could do that. Yeah. Uh, you could probably re... Uh, <laughs> Send the Earth into the opposite rotation. That'll happen. It happens all the time. <laughs> um, Wayne Green, what type of tuner do you recommend on 0659 Cummins? Uh, depending on what you're doing with it, I'm going to say EFI Life. 
EFI Live is a good one, depending on what you're doing with it. If you don't want to go to EFI Live, again, Smarty Products. I mean, they finally, after years and years and years and years, have the, the, the uh, Smarty Touch, touchscreen tuner, so you can kind of yeah. get everything all in one package. Um, so, yeah, either one of those tuners, depending on what you're trying to do. If you're gonna, the, the way I kind of decipher between those uh, two tuners is, hey, do you plan on doing more to the truck down the road? If you plan on doing those injectors, if you plan on doing a turbo, if you plan on doing a pump, any FI Live is going to benefit you. Mm -hmm. Yeah, you can tune it with like a Smarty SSR or do like the custom tuning option with a Smarty. But, you know, if you're, if, just go to EFI Live. Yeah. <laughs> if you're keeping stock fuel, <laughs> stock turbo, yeah. or planning to go Smarty, with a small, small fuel, small turbo upgrade, yeah. Smarty, Smarty all day long. Work for you they day. work great. You think down the line you're going to do, you know, big ass injectors, big CP3, yeah, and compounds, EFI Live. EFI Live. Just, EFI just Live. do EFI Live now and you'll thank us later. Yep. Uh, next we got Randy McGraw Sr. Uh, <laughs> let's see, I have 11, 6, 7, 4 wheels, 6 speed, got everything deleted. I'm running it hard for... I'm not sure what that question yeah. was for. Uh, oh, but, he's got a two-point. Two oh, here we go. Yeah. When I go into fourth gear, my truck shuts down with a big jerk and picks up speed. What do you think it could be? Wow. It could be, a, I mean, you could have a transmission, something going on with a transmission. That's, I mean, that's a, that's a tough one. That's your first one-to-one -one gear. Yeah. Right? Fourth? So, fourth on a 60 RFEs? Well, no, is it? Oh, Dodge 60. Yeah, fourth. Yeah, yeah. Should be. Or close to it. Um, so that means you're, and he's probably locking up. Mm -hmm. If it's jerking, I'm going to shoot from the hip. I'm going to say converter. Yeah, you could have, yeah, you absolutely could have something going on with your converter. I would definitely say it's probably something in the transmission that's causing that. Yeah. I'd have, we'd probably have to get a little bit more. Transmission. Yeah, transmission. <laughs> 68 RFE. Darn it. Yeah. Uh, again, that, that's, that's us shooting from the hip. Can you, put yeah. the, can you put the truck on Facebook real quick so we can yeah. talk to it? <laughs> Sorry, that was a yeah. bad joke. No, no, that was, <laughs> that was kind of mean. No. But uh, <laughs> the... Uh, uh, transmission shop will probably save you a lot of money there. Yeah. Um, if you're not, sh if you don't know of one near you, uh, we do have a small list of certain shops that we sold parts mm -hmm. to across the country. It's a very small list. Yeah. And by when I say small, it's like thirty. Yeah. Maybe. So when people say like, "Oh, I'm out in the middle of nowhere in like southeastern." South Dakota or whatever. I'm like, I don't know, man. <laughs> but we do have some. So if you give us yeah. a call, we can usually try and refer you to a good one. Yeah. Um, or I mean, again, that goes back to an hour's worth of diagnostics will probably be completely worth your time. Because I do not condone just listen. Don't listen to us and just throw a converter in it. Yeah. <laughs> that, that, that actually, goes against what we, what we condone on that. But, but there, there are certain things, and I've said this before, like a good doctor or pediatrician for your yeah. kids, tattoo artist, Mechanic and transmission guy. Yeah, I overpay my transmission guy, John yeah. Alford. You always transmission guys are hard to come by. Yes, uh, good I'm... ones. Good ones. Yes, uh, and and if they'll they'll treat you right, and they the reason they cost so much is because they've learned. Yeah. they've learned. If you find a transmission guy that knows what he's doing, and he's like 55 years old, and it looks like he can't even bend over. Yeah, that guy knows what he's doing. Yeah, he'll look at the transmission, and be like, yeah. Your input sensor, <laughs> and it'll probably be your input sensor. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, the guy's probably got a binder like this thick of all the stuff he's done over the past 20 years. Yeah, so trust him. Yeah, um, let's see. After that, oh, what's up, Alex? Deer Park Diesel. I worked oh, at Deer yeah. Park. He was at the Absolutely. Dino. Absolutely, Deer Park Diesel. Uh, Andrew Howell's watching, buddy from back home. Brian, I always say your last name around Panula. I know you. Free <laughs> Holder B, she's downstairs. Brett's watching. Yeah. 
Mr. Louis Felina. Dustin, Does get it, back to work. Yeah, where's my beard? You know where my beard's <laughs> yeah, at. I know exactly where your beard is. It's tucked away. <laughs> for just, safekeeping until later. I've, I've got it in a safe. <laughs> Anyhow. I'm waiting for another time to bust it out. <laughs> we're going to start wrapping this thing up. Well, wait. I've got another question. My, my producer's looking at me. Wayne, what type of tuner do you recommend? Yeah, that's one we answered. You already answered that yeah, one, yeah. Wayne. Get with the program, bro. God, wow. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> if you don't know this, there's like two or three people behind the camera right yeah, now. Yeah, just trying, staring at us. Just staring at us. Very awkward. And then like making weird hand signals yeah. and we don't have no idea what they're talking about. There's a nipple. <laughs> Anyhow. Uh, so thank you guys for watching. Um, we appreciate the Q&As. Yeah. Uh, I have been getting some emails from people. And actually some really good ideas for topics. Yeah, we um, love doing these, by the way, yeah. guys. Like, keep on watching. Keep on commenting. We have such a blast with these things. Um, and yeah, we just want to give you guys information. Anything that we can help you guys with. We got another question? Boom. Oh. Last okay. one. Last Neil, question. Last Neil, one. Neil Chapman. You, you got it. Seven through hypers or oil pump holds great pressure stock. Seven can't three quite... questions. My man. Should, should, should I leave? My boy, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I uh, can't quite keep up on the high horsepower DP tunes. DP makes some brutal tunes, like good brutal yeah. tunes. They come in hard. We've been selling DP tuner forever. Jody at DP tuner, shout out. We yeah. love you. Jody gets it done. Uh, I found forum threads where folks uh, have said they got a new tuner and their truck was able to hold more pressure. DP seems to tell everyone to get a new pump. Any thoughts? Got to change the pump. Pump. I'm not even a 7.3 guy. you yeah. got to change that pump, man. If you're running a stock pump, um, actually, here's all the questions. How many miles are on the truck? Stock injectors? Well, still, I mean, even with stock pumps, though, we've run into guys that can't, that, that their stock pumps can't hold the pressure. So, um, I mean, me, I'm not like a 7.3, like, you know, guru. He is. But when pe people call me and ask for, you know, about making power on these trucks, the first thing I'll say is, hey, listen, you're going to run into an issue with your high-pressure oil pump. That is something, it's not the <laughs> funnest thing to begin with to address, but... That would be something I would. That's right one away. of those supporting modifications. They're yeah. not fun. They're not sexy. They typically cost a lot of money. Yeah. When you and get no it, one it to looks. Do them. When you get it, it looks just like the one you're going to take out. Yeah. <laughs> Which is kind of like. Uh, so I, I put the I put the phone over there or tape paper over there just in case he responds with. I'm going to assume if it's a seven three, it's got at least one hundred fifty thousand miles on it. Which means his pump is on the last, I'd say, third of its life, yeah. roughly. Um, there are pumps that last longer, don't get me wrong, but I'd say, if, especially if you're tuning the truck, the pump's been getting worked. Yeah. Um, it's probably the end of its life. Even if you're, if you're running a stock pump with stock injectors, I guarantee you that pump is not keeping up with what you yeah. want to do normally. Um, so I would replace it. Uh, don't go stock, uh, especially because diesel site adrenaline high-pressure oil pumps are... $20 more than a Bosch stock replacement. I mean, and it'll support up to a 250cc injector. Yeah. Like, yeah, I mean, why not? Why not? Yeah. And actually, the, the pump that you get from them, it will look nicer than the one you had in yeah. there. They actually, they take the time and will, they really yeah. clean the casings up. They make them look really nice. Like, it's it's a presentation that I really enjoy because yeah. 7.3 pumps are not fun. They're not no, sexy. I hate them. They're not. I, I, Huey injection. I don't know why I ever fell in love with you, man, but... <laughs> You get it done, and I love you. How can we complicate this system yeah. as much as possible? That's an episode. Huey yeah. injection. Yeah. I'm going to get really drunk and talk about Huey, <laughs> Huey injection. And, and I'm going to sit over here and laugh and just uh, go, just say, common rail. Yeah. <laughs> it's just, just going to be a whole bunch of common memes rail. of 7-3 jokes <laughs> with, like, like a dynamite strapped yeah. to a turtle and all that kind of crap. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Uh, Neil Chapman, thanks. Uh, Dustin Kanegi, Diesel Side H-Pop. 
Sales guy. That's yeah. our guy downstairs. Call right him up now. right Answer now. He will get you an H-pop going. He'll light you up there. Anyhow, yeah. thanks for watching, guys. Uh, if you have any questions, you can email me or Tyler, Ben at dieselpowerproducts.com. Tyler at dieselpowerproducts.com. This has been the same, same, but different, but, but same episode, episode four, four, Diesel Power Products. We love you guys. Uh, tune in next week, next Thursday, 3 p.m. Pacific time. We'll Boom. see you then. Wild game in wild places. Tune in to Hunt Stand Presents Saturdays at 8.30 p.m. Eastern. Waypoint TV, the destination for outdoor entertainment.